Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Apostle Dr. Tiffany Watkins. I am so glad that you decided to tune in again with us on this day, and I am so excited today for what we're going to be talking about, which is talking about moving forward in spite of setbacks, and I am so honored today that I have my Archbishop, Archbishop Harris E. Clark, here joining us today, a spiritual father of mine that I cherish a lot, and I just thank him for even being on the call today in order to talk to us today about moving forward in spite of setbacks, and so I thank him for just being a part of of the podcast today, and I know that you are truly going to be blessed. So let's just sit back and enjoy as we continue to talk about moving forward in spite of setbacks. So, Archbishop, thank you so much for gracing you, um, gracing us with your presence today. How are you doing today? I am well, Apostle. Thank you for this opportunity and to have me uh, to be a part of, of your podcast. Well, I thank you so much for accepting. Like I said, it's truly an honor and a privilege to have you uh, on the podcast today. You know, I told the listeners you are my spiritual father. I'm a part of your fellowship. But can you tell us a little bit more about yourself so the listeners will know a little bit more about you? Well, Apostle, uh, I don't like to talk about myself uh, too much, but, uh, of course, I was born in Anderson, (laughs) South Carolina, and I I was... um, I retired from the military, um, attended uh, Bible college, have my uh, doctorate in theology from Bible college, and I've been pastoring for 25 years, and I have a fellowship for, I've been over for about 14 years. I'm married for 46 years, and I have two children, uh, two grands and two great-grands, uh, and that's about the, my life story. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for just giving us a little bit of personal information about you uh, to let everybody know you are human. Amen. Even though you carry the title Archbishop, amen, you are relatable. And that's one thing that I can testify to, that you are relatable. And so I am just excited again today to talk about moving forward in in spite of setbacks. Because I know that all of us in life experience different types of setbacks, you yes, know, ma'am. whether we've lost our job, you know, whether we've uh, experienced a sickness, you know, and so many other things, you know, the death of loved ones that we've experienced is regarding uh, setbacks. So let's first talk about the word setback and what is a setback and how can it affect a person? If you'll just elaborate on that for me. Okay, uh, Apostle, uh, a setback to me is a reverse uh, or, of of some type of defeat, a check to progress, um, and, and it, it can happen 
in anyone's life. Just to tell you a little bit of my story, we had a setback last year, December of uh, 2020, whereas uh, we were uh, had a, a building that we built over the years, and in a way we were we lost the building uh, to a mortgage company. Uh, it was foreclosed on, and right now. We're in, in legal courts, uh, in federal court, I should say, with this legal matter. Um, but it, it was a setback. It, it was something that uh, I thought I would never uh, deal with, uh, you know, me personally. But uh, it's something that, that caught, me, caught me off guard to, in, from the standpoint that uh, the embarrassment, uh, it hurts the, the feeling of, of failure and things of that nature. But... Um, you know, as God is always in control over everything, nothing happened that he doesn't allow. Uh, mm-hmm. So through prayer and supplication, I found out the reason why things went the way they, they did after the fact. But setbacks are, uh, are defeats. There are things that happen in all of our lives in one, one way or the other. And it's, it's not necessarily the setback that bothers us so much as, as a comeback. I, I think that we should come back from the setback. Uh, that's more important than having the setback itself, in my opinion. Wow. So thank you for sharing that with us, you know, because I think that people need to hear a lot of times that, you know, just because we are saved, just because we love the Lord, doesn't mean everything is roses, doesn't mean that everything is easy, because we do have setbacks in life, you know, whether you're saved, not saved, you know, um, everybody, if you are human, you're going to have some type of setback that you're going to have to deal with, you know, whatever the setback is, it can delay you from, you know, moving on to something or it can prevent right. you from, you know, developing in different things. And, you know, so many times there's so many things that delay us and it can discourage us, but we have to continue to go on and go forward. Um, you know, uh, but I, I, I'm just privileged to know that even in the midst of the setback, even with your building, you were still able uh, to go forward, move forward. You guys Amen. still went ahead and um, continued to have, you know, church and continued to still exactly. to move online, you know, continued to do all of those things. So in spite of the setback, you didn't stop. You know, you kept going. So with that being said, why do you feel that some people give up after a setback? Well, because it, it could be devastating, Apostle, in, in one's life. Uh, I, and another setback was for, for me was in, in 2000, I went through cancer to parotid. Uh, my right parotid gland, or saliva gland, was removed. Uh, that was a setback. Uh, it threw me off course. I never expected it because of the type of cancer that I had was the type that a, a smoker or a drinker would have. And I've never been a smoker or a drinker to that degree. Now, mm-hmm. that was a great setback also. And the uh, the way I came back from it, I remember the promises of God. God made a promise to me about some things, and some things that he had promised had yet to come to fruition. So I knew it wasn't my time. And I think with that said, the setbacks for many people it is – it's where we are, and I think it takes leadership, uh, good fellowship, good covering to try to uh, help one to get past 
what it is that they're going through because they happen, you know, it's going to happen in life. If it hasn't happened, more likely if you keep living, something will happen that will set you back, get you off course, and um, but you can't stop there. To me, a, set, a setback uh, also lets you know that you're in the right uh, vein for God to do some great things in your life because he always gives you better Anything you lose, anytime you lose something from him, he gives you something better than you had from from before. Wow, and I, you know, I believe that. And um, something you just said about setbacks is just uh, really touched me. And you know, uh, you have to have support. And I think yeah. that you know, um, reason people give up, like you said, is because they don't have the the right support. Exactly. You know, and so it doesn't have to be family, but you need a good support system. Amen. You know, I think about that even with the ministry. Uh, when I was going through in the ministry, um, before I became a part of uh, Kingdom Life Fellowship, which is your fellowship, before I came a part of Kingdom Life Fellowship, you know, I had joined different support systems, but, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't receiving the support that I needed, especially being a woman in ministry, because, you know, a lot of um, people don't, uh, you know, they don't agree with women in ministry. Even when I put the flyer out, you know, I had some negativity about it, you know, because of being mm-hmm. a woman in ministry. And so right. it was a challenge for me, and uh, I had lost my pastor and so on and so forth. And But the thing that I always looked for was a great support, because if you have a great support system, you know you have somebody in your corner, so that no matter what you're going through, you always have somebody that you can talk to or relate to so I even encourage you, if you're listening today, to make sure that you have a good support system, like the Archbishop said. Get around people that are uh, pushing you, um, that are encouraging you to keep you on line so that you won't go back, but that you will go forward. And have those type of people in there that will keep you and push you and encourage you, because when you have that, then you're less likely to um, give up after a setback. Don't you agree Amen. with that, Archbishop? Amen. Totally, Apostle. Uh, that's that's very, that's how I made it. That's how I was able to pull through because of the support system like you, yourself uh, and other uh, uh, bishops and apostles, those that's a part of the, mm-hmm. uh, the leadership, uh, part of the, uh, the fellowship that we're in, I should say. And uh, that's how I was able to make it, encouragement, uh, your prayers, uh, your support in, in every facet of, of life. Y'all, you know, you guys were there. And uh, mm-hmm. it made the transition easy. And like you said, we haven't missed anything. We are still online. Uh, we're still mm-hmm. moving forward. And we're still, God is still with us. He has a plan for our lives. So we're working on some things, and we're about to close out some things uh, for the benefit of, of our audience as well as our, our, our congregation and, and fellowship that we have. So yeah, I, I'm excited. What to God be the glory. I mean, I'm excited about, you know, just seeing all the things that the Lord is going to do. And I think something else that you said about that concerning setbacks is that, you know, if you lose something, God will give you something better. You know, and a lot of times we we get discouraged about, you know, losing this or, you know, being able to have to give up this or give up that, whatever it is. But we often don't look at, but what is it that we're going to receive if we just don't give up? And Amen. so that is a great point that, you know, even though you may have a setback, you might have been set back on purpose because God wanted to give you better. 
And mm-hmm. so we can't look at it all the time as it, as being a failure because some a lot of times we look at it, you know, we're a failure because we did not, you know, get what we thought we should have or be where we should be or, you know, been at a better place than where we thought we should have been. But, you know, if we have faith, we hold on to the word of God, and, you know, we continue to hope as well as have that support system, then mm-hmm. we, we even through the setbacks we'll push through. Amen. Amen. So true. But the key, Apostle, is having that support system. Because without it, not that you won't survive, but it's harder to survive, in my opinion, uh, to to come back from something that's devastating, whether it was cancer that I dealt with, uh, uh, either the the loss of the ministry. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I had to have encouragement. I had to know that the Lord was still with me because of some of the challenges that we face. Well, did you, with the cancer, when you experienced the cancer, uh, you said you had a support system. You know, did the enemy try to come in um, in any way when you had the cancer, and how did that support help you? Yes, ma'am. Of course the enemy told me that I was going to, uh, I was going to die because the type of cancer that I had, it was supposed to be, uh, I was supposed to be able to talk, a lot of things that they say would happen because of the uh, how the cancer had spread it. Um, you know, they said that a lot of things wouldn't happen for me, but it was just the opposite. Everything they say that would happen, it didn't happen because I I got on my face before the Lord, and first of all, I questioned the Lord. I know one said you can't, you should, we shouldn't do that, but He's our Father, so I think I can ask my Father whatever I like, and because He's my Father, He will answer. So I began mm-hmm. to question the Lord and say, Lord, how can these things be that you had many uh, prophets and prophetess, you know, come and speak into my life? How can these things be if I'm going to die? And then the Lord assured me then, you know, you, you're not going to die, but you're going to live to declare the works of the Lord. And so with that, and then, like I said, with, with your support and your ministry, new faith, Lord knows you guys were there. Every challenge that we had, uh, everything things that we had, you guys were there to encourage us, your family, not only you, but your church family as a whole. And we are very, very appreciative uh, for the relationships and the friendship and the fellowship that the Lord has put us together. But with that said, we, that's how I was able, only only way possible that I was able to make it, uh, make things happen was because of support system. And most of all, because of God, then the support system, I put it in, in order that way. Mhm, mhm. That's 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 right. God first, always God first, right. and then He'll send you the support that you need. Because you know, uh, He knows the type of support that we need, and He knows those that will stand in the gap for us in prayer. And um, we have to continue to trust God and know that He'll send that right support system in. You mm-hmm. know, you talked about the different setbacks you experienced with cancer, and you know, um. I'll say set back with, you know, the ministry and having mm-hmm. to be in a transition, going to another building and doing all those types of things. Um, but what are some ways, um, other ways that um, you've had to be able to deal with setbacks? Well, uh, the other ways that I've dealt with my apostle would be uh, through um, just through counseling, um, mm-hmm. I, I had to get some counseling as well, mental counseling, because it affects you uh, me mentally. 
in my opinion, at least it did me. Uh, it really was a great. So I had to get some professional counseling. Um, so the archbishop had to get professional counseling. Exactly, and I was going to say, and I, I'm not ashamed to let anybody know, but it it helped me right. get through, uh, helped me transition, helped me get through uh, the times that I was going through. I was able to uh, relate to somebody, talk to someone. They began to hear me and give me sound advice in the, in those areas from uh, from the outside. But that's how I was able to cope with all of the challenges that, that I was facing because there were many things. Of course, you know how they call your, your ministry. We we were in a cult ministry according uh-huh. to many and they said some some would say because of what I did, I transitioned to church because of that, that that's how the Lord that's why he gave me counsel because of, of that. And you know, all the the stories, the lies, the, the and it wasn't from outside people, it was from People that who said they loved the Lord, pastors, and you know they blackballed me. They they uh, you, you name it, it happened to me. But one thing mm-hmm. it, it did, never did it never did, uh, deterred me enough that I stopped. I kept kept moving forward with the help of the Lord because God made a promise, and He said that He cannot lie. Now the Son of God that He has to Son of Man that He has to repent. So because he mm-hmm. promised me, so if he's promised anybody that's listened to this podcast, if he made a promise, rest assured you can hold it, call him in, uh, you know, call him to, to, to remembrance of what he promised you. And I promise you, you'll stay here as long as you keep the promise before you. God will not allow you to leave before the promise is fulfilled. Amen, amen. And, you know, there that's so true. And one of the things that I love what you said, and I was kind of joking a little bit about the archbishop, you know, getting counseling, but I think mm-hmm. that needs to be yeah. said because, you know, counseling is support, and you get yeah. two sides of the story, especially if you're in the body of Christ. There's a lot, that, you know, there are a lot of people that don't believe that you can, you need mm-hmm. to go to counseling, you know, because we should have the Holy Ghost, and he is our counselor, he is our mm-hmm. helper, you know, but God put counselors on the earth as well for us to be, if you need to go, to go. You know, um, we've known probably in the last couple of years where, you know, many pastors have committed suicide. You know, they're going through all different types of things. They go through um, where they're abusing their spouse and relationships all because we're trying to do it. Not that the Holy Ghost doesn't have power, but we can use wisdom too. And if you need counseling, uh, you need to go to get counseling because it's nothing wrong with get counseling. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can go to your pastor to get counseling, but there's nothing wrong with professional counseling as well. But mm-hmm. there's a very big stigma, I believe, in the church when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. getting counseling. So I'm glad that you, you would even share that with us to let us know that you can get professional counseling. Yes, of course. Ain't no shame in my game, amen. I'm telling you how I made it. You asked me, and that's how I made it. If it wasn't for the Lord, mm-hmm. first of all. But I, again, I tried to use wisdom and seek the Lord in in every area, and I knew I had to do something for me mentally because of the mental challenges and things you know uh, that had taken place. Uh, I had to do something uh, to help me get through. Uh, the day, not necessarily the night, but just to get me through the day. And I just take a, took a day at a time, you know, as the song say, one day at a time. And that's mm-hmm. how I made it. I'm no, no shame in it. Uh, I went through, matter of fact, I'm still in counseling. I still go to counseling. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But it keeps me sane. It keeps me from burnout. Right. I burn it right. up. Or even burn it up. <laughs> I don't want to burn out, but burn it up. <laughs> because it right, can right. Yes. Well, thank you for even sharing with us. You didn't even have to share that, but I appreciate uh, you sharing with that, being open and with the listeners, because that I believe that will help them as well. And if you're listening today and you're going through something and you've been praying and you've been asking for prayer and you know that, you know, we know that prayer works, but also at the same time, if you feel like you just can't get your breakthrough or where you are, you seem to can't get breakthrough, then you should consider, do I need to get professional help, especially uh, if you're hearing voices, you know, because it could be a sign of bipolar or schizophrenia, especially mm-hmm. if it runs in your family, you know. And so until you can get into a good deliverance ministry, you need good counseling. You need uh, professional counseling. And even if you're in a deliverance ministry and you have not been delivered yet, you know, right. get professional Professional help. You need to get professional help, and there's nothing wrong with counseling. I have a a friend uh, in ministry. She's a pastor, but she's also a counselor and a mental health counselor, and um, she talks about that all the time. That right. we as a church should not shy away uh, from getting counseling. So right. I encourage mm-hmm. that. And again, I thank you for sharing with us. That's you know, but I want to talk about. Oh, go ahead, Archbishop. No, no I was going to say, well, you, oh. you, uh, are you not a uh, biblical counselor? You have your, your yes, doctorate in yes, counseling. Yes, I do. I have my so, doctorate in biblical counseling, okay. yes. So you, you're able to counsel as well for those that right. are listening. You know, that she's a great source uh, to have. She does life coaching, different things. But it, my point is she, she's able to help you. She has a lot of things that she the Lord has blessed her to do. And uh, I would encourage you to... Uh, get a hold to Apostle Watkins and uh, let her uh, begin to to mentor you in some areas if need be. But uh, go ahead, Apostle. Yes, yes, yes. I love um, helping people as well and just counseling them um, and just, you know, seeing the Lord move through and just talking out through the process. Sometimes you just need a, a listening ear, you know, right. to have somebody that you can talk to and release all of that stuff off on, you know, that they can come in agreement with you and give you tools and tips in order to help you to be able to cope, you know. And so that is very important, very, very important, especially with what we've been dealing with COVID-19, my God. You know, we need to have that listening ear and that support because, you know, uh, you may be listening and you've lost a a loved one during this time, you know. And I I say this all the time, you know, my mother had passed before the COVID and everything had started happening, but when she passed, it seemed like the world was still going, you know, everything was still happening, and I wanted the world to stop, but it did not stop, you oh, know. Yes. And But I had to have people in support like you, Archbishop, and Lady Clark, and, you know, my uh, several of my um colleagues in ministry that I was able to just really uh, talk to about, you know, the loss of my mother. And it's very important that you get someone that you can talk to so that you can um, vent and so that you can continue to move forward in spite of that setback because losing a loved one is a setback. It could be a delay, you know, but getting somebody there to listen to you can be a big help. So I encourage you listeners today, make sure you find that good support system so that you can go forward in spite of the setback. And so with that being said, we're talking about um, the phrase in spite of, you know, which basically means regardless or without taking account. 
So I want to ask, how would you encourage the listeners to move forward without considering the difficulties that they're facing right now? You know, is there a go-to verse or something that will help them along their journey so that they will not give up in spite of? Uh, yes, Apostle. In my opinion, I, I look at Job, Job chapter 13, where Job said, Though he slay me, yet will I, uh, 13 and 15, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him, but I will maintain my own way before him. You know, even though I, I've gone through, Job went through, uh, Lord knows he lost his family, he lost everything that he, he ever had. He was a perfect and upright man, according to uh, Job chapter 1. God saw him, he's a, a, you know, a great man in all of the East where he was. And that, again, these challenges came before him, these setbacks came before him uh, because the the devil had asked the Lord rather had asked the devil uh, had he considered his his servant Job, and so my point I thought Job was a great example for us um, that that made things you know easier to understand. Uh, though you slay mm-hmm. me, though I go through uh, challenges, uh, I'm, I'm yet I'm going to serve him. I'm going to be honest and be be uh, forthcoming with him. And so I thought Job was a good challenge. And also Daniel, the book of Daniel, chapter number 3, uh, where, where Daniel began to talk about he and um, the, the boys, the Hebrew boys, uh, where he began to talk about, let me see, 3 and 17, if you can remember that, 3 and 17. And Daniel said this, he says, If it be so, our God, who we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning of uh, uh, the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of, my, of thine hand, O king. But if not, that's, that's the key, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. In other words, whether God deliver us, Apostle, out of our setbacks or not, is he still able to do it, whether he does it or not. He's, he's able mm-hmm. to do it. So just those two particular persons in, uh, that, that came to mind, Job, as well as Daniel, um, I, I thought there was great examples of, of setbacks, of, of things that happened in their life, but yet and still, they stayed faithful. You know, I can look at Genesis, Joseph, in chapter 37 of Genesis. I can look at Moses. You know, the list could go on mm-hmm. and on and on about many of them that had setbacks and challenges, but they stayed the course. They stayed with yeah. God. They trusted the Lord. They didn't give up a uh, course, you know. Uh, they, I didn't throw in the towel. You know, you can't throw in the towel. Remember, if there's a promise that God has made for you, then hold on to that promise. I don't care how dim it looked like you might be holding on to a thread, but hold on to that thread. Don't let go. Because God got something greater in store for you. You know, the Bible says that, you know, it, it, everything happens in the season. There's a season for everything. And so there's a season that you might go through this, these challenging times, but also there's a season of blessing, a season of overflow. So just those two scriptures keep it in mind, and I'll be quiet with that. But Job 13 and 15, and also Daniel chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Amen. And, you know, it goes back to what you were talking about earlier 
uh, when when you mentioned Job and you were talking about setbacks, you know, sometimes it looks like a setback, but it really just happened in order for God to give you better. And so with Job, the same thing, he lost everything he had and didn't understand why he was going through all of that. It was like because he he did right by the Lord, you know, he, he, Mm -hmm. you know, but the thing that he feared most came upon him. him. And so he thought he did everything right, you know, but yet and still life happened to him. But in the process of it, which was so key with what you said, was that, you know, the setbacks are sometimes set back so you can get your blessing that is really intended for you, basically. And Mm -hmm. so when Job lost everything he had, guess what? He was restored double back. God doubled everything that he had, So and it was even better. The Scripture said that his daughters were beautiful. You know, everything that he got back. It was better. So what God does for us, even though we have a setback and we may lose things, then we can rest assured that whatever we've lost, as long as we hold on to God, he will give us better than what we lost. So thank God for that, Archbishop. Thank God for that scripture. I promise you, a setback, Apostles, a setback is a setup for a comeback. Yes, hallelujah. You are so right. It's a setup for a comeback. That's right. So if you're listening today and you're experiencing a setback, it's just because you're getting ready to experience a combat. And that mm-hmm. combat that you're Close getting to ready God. to experience will be greater than what you lost. This is going to be a greater season for you that you've never seen before. And I'm just excited for you to even be online to listen today on the podcast because if you are on this podcast today, you're not on by happenstance. Things are getting ready to turn around for you, and you just have to continue to be encouraged that in the midst of the setback, no matter what you have lost, that you shall receive double for what you have lost. Your help is going to come. Your support is going to come. And you're going to begin to see God's hand resting upon your situation and what looked like it should have took you out. And so I I feel good in my spirit today, Archbishop. You have really encouraged the people today, and you have encouraged me as well, uh, that we can come back even in the midst of a setback and that it will be greater. So it has been an honor and a privilege for you to even join us today and bless us with your presence. But there may be someone listening uh, today on the podcast that's on the verge of giving up today. Could you pray for the listeners right now? Of course. I'll be honored to, Apostle. Uh, Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we first thank you for this podcast. Uh, We actually bless it upon Apostle Watkins, uh, who... Uh, your place on our heart to start this podcast. So, Father, we speak divinely from heaven on tonight, Father, that your will is being done within her life. I thank you for people coming from far and near to listening to this podcast, Father. Thank you for the person in India that I see now that are listening to this podcast. Thank you for the ones in Europe right now in the name of Jesus that are listening to this. Thank you for the man that's in Texas even now that's listening to this podcast. I thank you for the woman in Atlanta, Georgia that's listening, that need to hear a word of encouragement. So, Father, I thank you for this is divinely, this is appointed time that you ordained from the beginning of time. Now, Father, we ask you to bless your people, encourage them, and we bind the hand of the enemy that comes and brings discouragement, uh, that brings uh, discouragement in all types of ways, that brings uh, misunderstandings. And so, Father, we bind the hand of the enemy right now. You've given us the apostolic authority to take 
control of situations. So we take control over every situation. And, Father, everyone, he that has an ear, let him listen. Father, let there be divine revelation that will come from this podcast. Father, we ask right now that you release your glory uh, to your people on tonight, Father, on today, uh, whenever they might be listening to this podcast. We release your glory right now. And, Father, we'll be careful to give you praise, our honor, and glory. Father, I thank you right now for that girl that you said that's committed, want to commit suicide. I counsel the plan right now as you listen to this podcast. I decree and declare that her life is turning things around right now. You're turning around because of what she hears. You say, he that has an ear, let them listen. Uh, Hear what the Spirit has to say to us tonight. So we love you. We love you on this day. And we give you honor and praise again. Bless the woman of God who thought it not robbery to put this on. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And also there's a listener on, and you've heard the testimony of Archbishop as far as God healing him of cancer, and he told the Lord, Lord, you promised me too many things to take me out. And, you may, and you're listening and saying, can that be for me as well because you're suffering with cancer in your body? You know, is your time up? And I don't believe that your time is up because you are a part of this podcast today to be able to listen to it. And so there are many promises that have been made to you And so the enemy cannot take you out of here because God still has need of thee. And so we come in agreement with uh, the Archbishop today. We come in agreement uh, under the sound of the Holy Spirit that the Lord will begin to send his healing angel to cause that cancer to be reversed and cause it to be in remission, never to come back again. It came back once, but we decree and declare that it will not come back a second time. We decree and declare that all all cancer cells in the body will dry up and die in the name of Jesus. You know, I had a member in the in my church. Uh, she suffered with cancer, and uh, she was not discouraged because she knew. Uh, that she still had more word in her, more testimonies for others, and she was in remission. And then guess what? It came back again. And after that, and we prayed for her, and she went back, and the cancer was finally gone, and she's um, walking around doing all types of things. And so I believe that there is no other name above the name of Jesus Christ. And by the stripes of Jesus' blood that he took upon the cross, let that same power of the blood wash over you and heal you completely and amaze your doctors. And we come in agreement with that, and we believe that God is a miracle-working God, and he will do that on your behalf. Hallelujah. And so we thank you, listeners, for being on today and just be encouraged to know that no matter what the setback is, God is on your side and you're getting ready to go into places that you didn't even think that you were going to experience. Your time is not up. You're not too old. You've not missed out on the past. As long as you have breath in your body to breathe, God is still there for you. And so we love you, people of God. We love you. All of those listeners that are out there, continue to be encouraged. And join us next week when we talk again with our Archbishop. He's going to come back again with our podcast on next week. And he's going to talk to us about leading with kingdom purposes. And we know that there are leaders on the line and those that you may not even have a title, but you have a leader. uh, You have to lead 
lead on your jobs and you have to lead in different situations. So come back and listen with us again as we talk about on next week, leading with kingdom purposes. I pray that the heaven shines upon you and may the Lord go with you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.